guys are, Boomer. It's great. I'm, I'm 31. <laughs> who's 31? I'm 31. You're 31. You're an old man now. I know. I hate my life. <laughs> what are we going to talk about tonight? We're going to get into some politics? Huh? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. We might have to. Nobody wants to hear us rant. Nobody, nobody wants. Nobody wants to. Nobody wants to hear me talk, talk in general. <laughs> is that yep, yep? Hence the name of the show. Uh, we're just waiting on. I don't know where Toast is. Are we gonna get a Don's appearance? Maybe, possibly. <laughs> He's probably gonna text someone. Listen, this okay. guy. This He's guy. The same guy. The same guy that shows up at the home run derby. You know, just coming out of a coma with his pants unzipped and dancing to the music up at the thing, up on the patio. That same guy is too afraid to get on this phone call. He's too afraid to call up the pizza joint and get a pepperoni pizza uh, and to order it over the telephone. Wow. So I don't know. I don't know that he's going to come on. I hope he's listening right now. And he's scared of uh, grocery stores, too. He's scared of the grocery store. Yeah, you chump. Can't do the grocery store. Nope. I'm scared of grocery stores, but only because of how much money I spend every time I go. Yeah, he's scared of the people at him. And not I, like, can I tell you the best story about a grocery store right now? A Wiffle-related story about a grocery store? A Wiffle-related story about a grocery store? I'm yeah, like, can I tell you the It's just the best story. <laughs> I hope, I hope Wiffman's listening right now. So we're in, we're in Phoenix. We're in Phoenix, and we get we all pitch in to get like a condo. It was a nice condo. Where was the uh, where was it? it was Tempe, right, Boomer? Yeah, I was around Phoenix. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah Tempe. Yeah, I was going to sit around. Arizona. That was beautiful. We got a beautiful place. Beautiful place with a pool. Awesome spot. We had like seven guys with us, inclusive of Casey Mack, with man, with dad, with us. We're there the first. We're there the first day, or maybe it was like the next morning. And you know, we ordered pizza the first night, but we were going to be there for four or five days, so we we needed to get some groceries. In, you know, we need to pack up the place with some groceries. So we all pitch in. We hand with dad, I don't know, $250, Boomer, to go fill up the fridge with groceries that, with groceries that a group of young men might need for a four to five day wiffle ball extravaganza. Okay, so and, vodka and gushers. Yeah, and we're like, and we definitely need some of those lawn chairs. Like, even if it's just the light ones, you know what I mean? Just grab two of them. We can rotate, but it's going to save us because, you know, we're all getting old and our knees get tired. So we're giving this much. So a few hours go by, way too much time. First of all, three, four hours come by. With the head shows, with that shows back up at the condo. He bought, he bought a box of plain Cheerios, hamburger with no condiments. A, uh, boomer, what is it? What was it? What was the big one? What was the, the pot roast? A pot roast, a forty-five dollar pot roast. <laughs> a forty-five dollar pot roast, and came back and said that Walmart was out of chair. And a minimum, we're looking at a cooking time. On the are you kidding? Are you kidding me right now? No, that makes sense. I get it. No, because no. Okay, I get this because you show up to the field at nine, pot roast in the oven at eight thirty. Right? You're done playing <laughs> on Saturday by three o'clock. You go home. Pot roast is ready for you. It's waiting for you. That's it's right. basically You're just. You just load up on that protein, that one sitting, right? Yeah, you, you only have, right and he had no, and he had no condiments, so you're only eating meat at this point. Yeah, that's yeah. prime. No potatoes, no carrots, no veggies, no nothing to go in with it. Just straight hot roast. Fucks you up. No, I hate no, a couple of other things, like it was like eggs. You know what I mean? Like no, we wanted frozen pizzas and like mac and cheese and the shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah, the shit yeah, we can yeah. throw in the microwave and go. Like whatever, wow. and, and a million beers, and and we got back, and Walmart was out of chairs. 
No chairs. <laughs> Except the next day we went to the same Walmart and there was like 20. So Wow. Go Wow, what a story. Very interesting way to kick off the show. I don't know where the fuck Toast is, but I'm I'm ready and willing to start without him. Yeah, fine. Done. And right. you know, not, not for nothing, but Toast was meant to do a podcast yesterday, too, with Savvy, and uh, he bailed on that one also. Oh, what's going on? Let's start, let's start the rumor mill. Let's start the rumor mill going. He's uh, he's out of commission. He's gone yeah, bankrupt. He's because he, he put his entire life savings into, into AMC. And it oh. <laughs> yeah, he, he's retired. Yeah, yeah, he's done. Who's that Phenom's team pick up? They picked up that kid that played with the Bronx Royals. What's his name? Vin Lee. Yeah, he's real good. Yeah, he's, he's got some stuff. Good. He's got some yeah. stuff. And that means they're not. That means they're not playing with that Kyle Van Schlossingdinger. Who's no. he playing? With? Oh, that's a great question, and I feel like I know the answer to it, but it's just. I feel like I saw it somewhere too. Yeah, he's, he he signed with someone. He might have gone back to the meets. I'm not sure. All right, he could throw. He could throw. I liked him too. I like Kyle. I just, you know, on this show we talked about it. I just didn't like him for them. I think that they're a good team and that he's a good player. And I just didn't think that they meshed all that well together. But they made it to the Elite Eight, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Sure. All right, well, let's get started with Adam then, because fuck Toast. Uh, this is Shut Up Stein, and I am the host, Stein. And normally I'm joined by my co-host, but he's nowhere to be found. That's okay. We hope he's doing all right. Hopefully he's just, like, clapping cheeks or something. You know what I mean? Wishing him well out there. Um, and I'm joined today by a very interesting roster. In case you haven't been paying attention, this is a group of gentlemen that I've been trying to get on the show for a while. Uh, various members from different generations of a storied wiffle ball franchise, specifically the 603 All-Stars. But there was one guy that had to be on the show for this to be a 603 episode, and that, of course, is Gary Lavoie. Gary, thank you for coming on the show. I'm co-hosting tonight. He's co-hosting tonight. There yeah, I'm the co-host. I'll ask the questions. We're gonna we're gonna get some answers out of these guys. I'm in. In for that. In for that. Joining him is longtime friend and on and off again teammate, um, <laughs> Paul. Never heard anyone say your last name out loud, so I'm just gonna call you Boomer. Boomer, welcome hey, to the Paul. show. That's that's good. Thanks for not. Hey, saying Boomer, that. pronounce yeah. your last name for us. It's actually Katumas. Yeah, Katumas. Katumas. You guys have uh, you know, like, intimidating to look. Like, I've just been in my head. I just read it as like Constantinople. So I just always Paul Constantinople, Constantinople. Yeah. That's yeah. No. And yeah, then that's, uh, that's you know, Boomer. No one wants to say that last name. So Boomer. <laughs> yeah. Boomer. The original Boomer. And then you know we were hoping maybe Pat Leahy would make another appearance or Rob Donahue, aka Don's Ball, perhaps him. Who knows? Maybe they'll check in at some point. We'll see. Um, but then Don's, we have Don's is scared. Leahy's golfing. I saw that like he's golfing indoors, which is sick. And yeah. I, yeah. He might pop in though. You never know. Yeah, you never know. You can get, I'm hoping that we get like a drunk Leahy. Sweet that's Caroline is playing in the background. <laughs> You'll get something. That's for, that's for certain. Whatever you get, it will be something with him. Wow. Toast just texted me. I don't know what fucking time it is. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, <laughs> wow, wow, wow. <laughs> wow. Good. Tell him I just took his spot. He's fired. I, I'm texting him that right now. I said, 8 o'clock EST, always has been. We're on now. Gary is new co-host. And <laughs> he'll, be on, he'll be on instantly. Yeah, I'm actually, though, folks, I'm, I'm not done introducing guests because we have two oh. new generation players. Yeah. Um, uh, guys who, this is my first time meeting the two of them. Uh, we got Adam. It's Briggio, right? Yeah. yeah. Adam Briggio and Jeffrey Lopes. 
<laughs> Great to have you here, man. Love having yeah, you guys yeah. here. Uh, Great last names, right? Both of them, Brigio and Lopes. Brigio, Brigio and Lopes. That sounds. You know what it sounds yeah. like? It's like a like like a, a lawyer commercial that you would see at three in the morning. Brigio yeah. and Lopes with football attorneys, right? I can hear it in my head. I can hear the jingle. Yeah, listen, good job. <laughs> All right. Well, we're thrilled to have representatives of six hundred three. Normally, we have our guests kind of like introduce themselves, but I feel like if we do that four different times, it might get a little long. So I'm hoping that over the course of the show, y'all can tell us about yourselves. What I'd like to hear a little bit more about is 603. So maybe we can all four of us tell a collective story about the history, the past, present, and future of 603. Can we maybe Gary start us off? Whoa, whoa, I like where this is Can jump in? Yeah. I can tell you. I can tell you anything you need to know. All right. So where are we where are we starting? Day one. Day, day one. So day one was the year was nineteen eighty four. Yeah. Right. Day day one. We're talking about nineteen ninety fucking eight. That's how mm. long. That's when I started playing. Ninety seven. Ninety eight. Me and my cousin, sixteen years old, said we were sleeping over each other's house. We got in the car and we drove down to New Jersey and we played in the summer showdown. Talon's mm-hmm. our summer showdown. Mm-hmm. We showed up there and we were. They could they couldn't get me out. The pitching at that at that at that point in time, the pitching couldn't they could not get me out. And we made we didn't have any pitching. Him and I were throwing sliders that wobbled a little bit and at medium speed. And we ended up finishing fifth in that summer showdown. Is just a two or uh, it might have been the fall like the Wiffle Fest. But we ended up finishing like fifth into money in our first time we ever showed up. And from there, we were, I was in love with the game. I had another buddy that we played with in his backyard against the garage door. Like that led to Googling other tournaments and figuring out where we can play. That led us to Fast Plastic. Hickey was a baseball player that had always played with my brother. Like he, you know, he started throwing the ball and throwing it with cheese and our team kind of formed thereafter. We were competitive in New England, the New England FP days leading up to... Uh, leading up to 2008 and that was just it was just luck it was actually crazy we just mentioned earlier how dons is afraid to get on the phone and talk to anybody how dons and i first met Leahy and i just played had just played a season together in golden stick so we kind of had this inkling mm-hmm. that if there was availability for us to play together we would want to um the golden stick blue boomer it was you guys you guys broke up it was, uh, it was actually, it wasn't even Golden Stick Blue then. It was uh, Don's Ball had named us Top Gun. It was me, Don's, uh, Leighton, and Stoop. Yeah, that's right. Uh, wow, me and Stoop. Stoop went now to, there's a name I haven't heard in a minute. Yeah, so me and Stoop went to go play with Josh Pagano and Evan. That's right. And that's Evan, actually, the, Phenoms, the Phenoms team name, with that we were actually, me and Stoop, Josh, Evan, and Jimmy were the actual original Phenoms team. That's right. Uh, that is absolutely right. So Take notes, look. Toast, who has just arrived. Yeah, so these guys these guys go to the Phenoms. It leaves Dons and Leahy without teammates. I had also already talked to Jared Lachance at the time, and all of this stuff mm. kind of just happened at once. Leahy and Jared were the first two, and then uh, I get a phone call. I'm at work. I get a phone call with Rob. I'd never talked to him before in my life. And, you know, he's all he's all shy and nervous. He's like, hi, this is Gary. This is Rob Donahue. Uh, I was wondering if I could play on your wiffle ball team with Pat Leahy, <laughs> Pat Leahy who I've known for years. Uh, that would be great. I'm like, at that time, I'm like, yeah, we had four guys and I knew that Don's threw smoke. Back then, Don's threw smoke. He was one of the hardest throwing guys out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Fine. We'll take you <laughs> Don's. Jared the chance he threw cheese at the time. Leahy, Don's, Hickey. It was a good, mm-hmm. it was a good mix. And then we just, we got together, uh, you know, we going down to Georgia and playing with the savvy guys early in the year. 
like in being able to you know build continuity as a team going on those trips and getting loaded and every black thursday and a hundred stories that i could tell you that you know what i mean i'll be thinking about on my deathbed you know i'll be thinking on my i'll be sitting back and thinking about my life and these memories that i've shared with some of these guys will be like right there after my family and loved ones and all that stuff it's going to be like yeah we did we did some work during those years am i wrong boomer no, I was going to, the story I was going to tell was our 16 inning game back in 04. The very first, that was my first encounter with you guys. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's right. Sorry. So that was, so, so, our, but well, hold up. So we got it. So now we're going through the golden years, right? Where we're competitive. We're competing all the, all the time. We're winning. Mm-hmm. We're winning a couple, yada, yada, yada. Then, you know, life happens. Life happens. Hickey moves to New York. So he's kind of in and out. Heim was in, but he kind of got out of the game for for a period of time. Leahy's doing his thing, and we're you know we were we were always poking at it because we just love it. We, we were never going to stop loving the game. Um, but when this United Wiffle thing came to fruition, which it resembles the formats that we fell in love with when we started playing the game, and just the atmosphere itself, like that got us fight. You know that, that tournament, that tournament jacked us up. We're ready. We want to. Uh, we're ready to get up there and play. Mm. Love that. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk about um, 603's U.S. performance a little bit later. But, you know, I just just to before we before we get to the heavy stuff, I mean, you talk about a group of guys who just like over the past five years really haven't been playing a whole lot. Show up to the biggest event in a decade and you're what one batter away from making the Elite Eight. That's not too bad, folks. Uh, so 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 bad. Stein, right. It's Elite Eight. It's Elite Eight. The Whippets were there and they were beat up at that time. Like if the rain is coming down, we were in a positive position because Don's throws, you know, he's he's one of the more accurate wiffle ball pitchers in the entire nation. So yeah, like weather means had an advantage him. there. You want to know what did it is just the fucking rust. The rust mm. did it to us. It was just the accumulation of rust. And mm. I cannot wait to shake it off. Because without that, without that rust, we're through that game. We're through the next game. And our usual suspects, is that who it was? Like, done it before, line it up. Let's find out. Yeah, that's like, that would have been a classic matchup, 603 versus usual suspects. So, okay, so we, we've walked through. Uh, you skipped over 2008, which I feel like might have been a big year for 603, but we're going to get to that in a minute. Um, now we're talking about the future, and that's, of course, why uh, Brigio and Lopes are here. So yeah. I'd li- I would like I want to hear from the two of you now. What's going on with you two? How'd you link up with 603, and why are you on my show right now? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, you want me to take this one? Sure. Yeah, so uh, it kind of all started like right after the tournament. I got a text from Gary saying that they want to kind of form a team with us, with me and Jeff. And then it kind of just led into us playing yard with them. Like they wanted us to kind of just build chemistry over the yard season and then bring it over to United Wiffle for next season. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of how it started, the, got the ball rolling. Listen, let's not. What we did is we started poking at these guys the moment they they were beating our ass in the, in the regular season and we couldn't hit Briggio. You know what I mean? Yeah. We started being, we started being real minute. nice. Wait guys, a minute. Wait a minute. Them. You're telling me that Gary Lavoie is headhunting all stars? I don't believe that for a second. I don't believe that for a second. Oh, hold the phone. Well, I see Maddie's roster out there. I see Josh's roster out there. Come on. Hey, we're doing don't the same. You, don't, don't you give me that whataboutism. Don't you give me that. <laughs> Let me. I haven't even got to speak in this episode yet. I have three things. First thing is Nats have just added a porch with a seven-inch uh, TV. So anytime you want to come down, Gary. 
Yeah, that's expanded, and I'm pretty sure you're up on the you're on the wall of fame in there somewhere. On there. Oh my goodness, I we could talk about we can't talk about it, but we can talk. talk we could talk about a couple of nights down that's there. Okay. The Nats landing, by the way. Yeah. Oh my god. The yeah. second thing is, uh, Lopes, why is your shirt on? Third thing is, <laughs> third thing I don't is, even get that. Is he ever taking shirt off? Third thing is, I, I had an opportunity to play with you guys too. So oh, let's oh. not let that let's not let that one die just. Yet. It was right in this. It was right in this like 2018 where we're half in, half out. We were trying to get fired up to do it, and we just blew it. Mm -hmm. uh, By the way, no. toast drinking wine. I'm sorry, wine out of the say, bottle. Walker or wine? Yeah, so uh, no, this is wine. It's uh, Toast loves his wine, and he's drinking out of the wine. bottle today, folks. I can see though. I can see on the camera you had a very clean cut wherever you unscrewed it or decorked it. Very clean cut. Oh, it's a uh, very clean cut. I'm a professional. Yeah. That's a professional alcohol check. So, <laughs> so Stein, so Stein, back to these guys. Back to these. You know, mm -hmm. I, we're not, we weren't we weren't recruiting them during the season. However, like eyebrow raising, right? Eyebrow raising when Brigio's throwing a ball that. You know, other than Haverty, no one else is. No one else looks like it. You know, we didn't see anything else that looked quite as as tough as what we saw then. Mm -hmm. And 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 we knew Lopes. Like we played against Lopes, one yard pitch game, and to me, he was the best yard pitcher that I'd seen, mixing up six different pitches. And and then the guys are telling me that he actually throws cheese. So if Gary had ever actually came back to yard this year. Um, he would have known that Lopes and Bridgio actually knocked us out of the mass playoff. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that I mean, how old did that make all like, Yeah, so that's... Because yeah. uh, be Wits, Wits is a game where ordinarily in a big game, the, the team that has more experience tends to win. That's usually the way it works. Yeah. Um, but then there's, of course, a limit where you're just old. <laughs> and yeah, so we're at that point. point. So, so Boomer, did, did, was that like your moment where you're like, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Not really. Okay. <laughs> I was yeah, not really. I, it was crazy because the game before we had won like twelve to seven and just a shootout. No one could get anyone out. And then we went and played them, and every game was one nothing. Wow. Like, yeah, we literally had a best of three series, and yeah, every so, game was one nothing. Wow, that's that's sick. That's I'm just saying because I had that moment like a couple of months ago when I lost to like an eighteen year old or a nineteen year old mm -hmm. in the medium pitch two inning yard one on one tournament. And uh, I just remember, like, I had to drive five and a half hours home, and like, I didn't play a single song, I didn't listen to a single podcast, I didn't speak a word, I didn't make oh, a bathroom stop. I drove, pussy. I drove straight home, and then I sat up in bed for like four days. <laughs> he knew what was coming. He knew what was coming. I've been telling Lopes. No, yeah, because all I could think about that. was Toast. First one I told, I was like, I was like, Toast is gonna tell everyone. I might as well be the one to tell him. <laughs> yep, beat me to the punch. I've been telling Lopes to play fast pitch since we played them in yard two years ago, though. Oh yeah. I saw him well, throw it after the game. I was like, "What are you doing? Why don't you play fast pitch?" Like, oh, yeah. it's really, it's dead. Blah blah blah. I was like, "Dude, you can, <laughs> yeah, do it, man." And we've talked yeah, we back can. and forth like. He's, he's yeah, he's and we're listening. It's on the fast. So, so we're pumped about this roster because mm -hmm. you know Boomer's the better yard player. Me Don's if, if me Don's and Boomer, Boomer's the better yard player than us. And you know what I mean. He has some skill on that side. So being able to join these guys and Leahy, who's still a a top tier talent in yard, makes and Don's and I just want to come and have fun and show up and have a couple of beers and sit on the sideline. Maybe get into a game every occasionally when guys can't can't play. Uh, but that roster is going to be tough. And and I think what's underrated in all this is just how fucking well that Leahy pitched 
in that in at that United Wiffle tournament. Nobody nobody talks about it, but he I don't know that anybody else went 15 innings and gave up two hits and and not a single run, right? Yeah, like that was those were the numbers, Boomer. He was, yeah, was innings, three hits, three walks, and like 30 Ks or something like that. Yeah, he, was, he was absolutely filthy, but because of the rust and because of the shit show on Sunday, you know, it didn't, didn't get a lot of attention. Well, that game was sick, and I will say this. I, when we had Pat Leahy on the show, I told him, and I'll repeat it again, a lot of people learn how to pitch by watching Son Steffi videos. I learned how to pitch by watching Pat Leahy videos. Yeah, that's so, right. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's the style that I bring to the table, and I'm happy about it because I love Pat, and he's a good guy, and he's a great time at karaoke. He would love you guys kissing his ass right now, too. We'd be eating this up. Don't tell him we said <laughs> shit. He won't be listening to the show. You don't say anything, he won't find out. Uh, I want to talk before we, because there's a lot to talk about for 603 now. Uh, I want to first talk about where 603 sort of became the big bad wolf of wiffle ball teams. We, we don't know. Which was, well, as a spectator in that timeline, 2008 was the year of <laughs> what some call the greatest fast pitch tournament of all time, Fast Plastic. It culminated with a 603, remember the name game, uh, in which it was O'Shea versus Hickey. Am I right there? The Yep, yep, correct. And Jared so, Chance closed that game the last few batters, but yes, yeah, those yes. were the two stars. So, so that's actually what I want to talk about because that was a one-run victory, was it not? Yeah, yeah. And there were runners on base, and John Hickey at the time was one of those original phenoms who threw just blistering smoke that nobody had anything, nobody had seen anything like, and it's clear in the start of that finals game that he's a little gassed. And as that game progresses, they start hitting him, and then, and then he starts walking, guys. And that's that's a clear sign that that he's spent. And so Lachance, correct me if I'm wrong, he had not thrown a single inning in that entire tournament. No, he threw the in. Uh, he threw one game on Saturday. Okay. Okay. Maybe so two. Uh, maybe two. I believe he threw two games on Saturday. So he had he had ten Saturday innings in him, and it was back to back. Yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't quite as he, Leahy actually hadn't thrown an inning at all. Leahy was an option in that, but but Lachance at the time like he was exceptionally good. He that 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 screwball that he had, the changeup that he mixed in with it, and he was just a he was a crafty pitcher. It's kind of the equivalent of um, you know Dnap coming in and closing this final game mm -hmm. finals game for these guys. Like I, you could just see that it was time. And, you know, we needed the veteran out there that just knew how to get through it, knew when to challenge and when to, you know, when to not and was, was going to throw strikes. Interesting. Interesting. Because I was going to ask what went behind that decision, but you just answered my question for me. Uh, yeah, that's what great co-hosts do. We read each other's minds. There you go. There you go. Toast in trouble. Wow. Getting booted. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. go. <laughs> I'm going to get on the scum cast. It'll be okay. Out on that. <laughs> Um, I can't wait to come see you. Oh boy, we're gonna have some fun. So I, uh, I actually may be leaving the South here soon. Actually. Oh yeah, actually. Uh, manifest destiny. I'm manifesting. They move in with Didio and then accidentally uh, draft Evanish to the Phenoms accidentally oh. on purpose. <laughs> wow. Kill was looking good last year. Yeah. yeah. He's a ball player, and he will show yep. you his penis. <laughs> Absolutely. Come on. You know, even if you don't want to see. 
Even so, if you don't want to see. Yeah. So he got a he got a couple freshmen with the with the dick trick last year too. Shout out <laughs> Schaefer and Riker. Very true. <laughs> okay, so well, I shouldn't have said Riker though. He's a minor. That, that may hurt him. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, easy. Yeah, bad bad move, bad move. But what are you gonna do? It happened. <laughs> so 2008 comes and goes. 603 big champions. I believe the next year the Phenoms win. Formerly the rookies. Got a couple stories to tell out of that. Can I can I go on 2009 real quick? So that was the pouring rain tournament, was it not? Yeah. So first of first of all, I had a kid like seven days before that tournament. Like what a what a dirtbag. But listen, everything went swimmingly. You know, and I already the guys weren't expecting me to come. And I actually didn't know up until about two weeks before. And you know, uh I somehow I ended up with permission. It wasn't maybe it was like eleven days or something like that. And it was the third kid. <laughs> So I sneak out of there and I go play in this wiffle ball that tournament that they weren't expecting me to be at. Boomer was supposed to pick me up in the airport. Mm. And we, you know, we were texting and coordinating all of this stuff. I show up at the airport, no Boomer. I know immediately that, you know. I, I was hammered in the back of the cop. Something's wrong. So like I I, I text and like I text other guys that tell me where everybody is so that I, I can still try to go catch up and surprise. Leahy, Dons, and Heim, even though I knew Boomer had, uh, was downtown. Right. And so that's the big thing. Y'all signed Russ Heim after 2008. You won the championship and then signed one of the more premier pitchers and the inventor of the knife ball. Russ yeah, Heim. correct. Yep, 100%. Heim time. Uh, yeah, Hickey was out. But I forget what the reason was thereafter, but Joe, we just knew, oh, he was going to, I think it was that was Navy years. He, we knew he was going away and wasn't going to be available to us. So uh, just had a cool conversation with Heim. And he was always, uh, it was, I think we had played in, golden stick to the year right around that same time mm-hmm. um but had developed a relationship and heim was awesome heim was awesome for us but so i i get in the i get in the cab and i go to meet up with these guys and the cab pulls up and the first car the cab pulls up to i look in the back seat and it's boomer passed out <laughs> sleeping sleeping in the car was supposed to pick me up at the airport in this trip that you know i kind of planned you know crazily surrounding this baby and trying to surprise these guys you know but they were still pumped to see me, nonetheless. It was a big, sure. it, was, it was a shit sure, show. Sure, sure, sick, sick. And so uh, 603, relevant pretty much every year between 2008 and 2014. And as we know, 2015 was the year the GSWL really started to stumble, especially from fast pitch. Um, boom, 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 years go by. They have the draft tournament, 603 wins that. Gary, unfortunately, you're not there for that one, but Leahy was there, Dons was there. Um, and uh, what's his name? Ethan Weiner was on that team. So that's- Jimmy, Jimmy Pagano, that was the Jimmy, other one. Yeah, and Jimmy Pagano was on that team and they beat, if I'm not mistaken, they beat Maddie Griffin's team, am I right? Yeah, they beat Dino. It was Goodman and Maddie, and yeah, it was a good team. Anyway, then, 603 kind of goes dark, right? Not a whole <laughs> lot of action. Guys from the from the team are still playing, but not a whole lot of 603 presence. Then, boom, show up at uh, U Whiffs, and it's like nothing changed. One out away, or maybe two outs away from uh, from getting into that Elite Eight, which is like you know the standard your know, top tier uh, uh, appearance. And now 603 is back with a vengeance for both fast pitch and yard? Or is yeah. it whiffs only and yard or what? No, it's both, both. Okay. Is, let me ask you this. Is 603 planning on making an NAW appearance? Yes. 
Let me know when so I can book the flight. Let me know when. <laughs> you'll, you'll see like me, Lopes, and Grigio at a lot of stuff down there. So we're going to play as much as we can, and these other three are going to fill in, at least for the regular season, when they can. Yeah. Family and all that stuff. That's why we have 87 players on the team as well. <laughs> yeah, it's a big roster. <laughs> like, Don's Ball found us a tournament in Maryland maybe to go to, too. You can ask him about that. Oh. I don't know what the hell it is. It's some new thing down in Maryland. Toast, Ocean I don't know City. if you know about it. Ocean uh, City, Maryland. Yep. Yeah, okay, yeah, that one. Mm. So I think we might, we might hit up one of those. MAW will definitely be down in New York for some to some yard and then what um, i guess whatever else we can find oh yeah all of, yeah all it's like don's don's and i too the whole point of this thing is that we want to get off our ass and play a little bit more um so we're gonna find we're gonna find places to go on the fast pitch front too sick sick and so much like the lumberjack 603 is very much taking a franchise approach to this where you've got some veterans and you've got some newer guys and uh you know there's a rotating guy, uh, list of guys who show up from place to place let me turn my attention now to the two young guns uh, Brigio and Lopes, um, what are your expectations in you know now becoming part of a franchise that has so much history and has so much presence? How do you, where do you see your roles on this team? Go ahead, Bridge. <laughs> yeah, so um, I mean, for mostly we've been playing yard. Like that was for both of us. That was our first fast pitch event we've ever been to. We've never been to Texas. We've never been anywhere so, and like that we just haven't gone over that like one step at the yard at like the open we always lose in like what is it the quarters final seven yeah like, i'm sorry the final seven <laughs> yeah because there's a team that gets a bye to the semis well, so it's the uh, quarters okay, but there's okay, only okay. 17 gotcha. okay ah. interesting yeah the bracket guy he knows all that stuff yeah, I like that, Lopes. I like that. I've been in a bracket for like that too. Ones. Yeah, putting in 12 hours on a weekend to help Lou make the bracket, make it make sense. No, that conversation is going to end right now. I don't want to talk about helping Lou make a bracket because I've been there and I've sat in that chair and we're going to ruin the whole show if we go in that direction. One day Lou will be on this show. Wow. Heard here first. That's an FJ guarantee. So, okay, traveling around. What about you, Brigio? How, do, how are you feeling? What do you feel like your role on this team is? I mean, mostly for yard, Jeff does all the pitching. I'm kind of there as the bat, kind of the outfielder. Like, I'll throw a game here and there, but I'm like normally a third guy. Like, mm. kind of just those throwaway games that we don't really need. And then fast pitch, I just, I started to throw a little bit. And then we actually played them in uh, 603 in an elimination game. Mm-hmm. That was kind of my peak moment of the tournament. <laughs> Sick. Sick. Well, I've played, I've played 603 a couple that times. I, I spotted too? Is that an Atlanta Falcons hat? No, it's high school. My high school. Wow. High school we, plagiarism. We, I, yeah. That is definitely the Falcons man. logo. There's a Falcons logo, yeah. Straight up. Straight very, up. Down. Very but Bridgio, we played you twice, though. You guys were at that. We went to the same fast pitch tourney that was in Mass and prep for United Whiff, and we played you in that as well. And I don't know. I think that was also an elimination game. Or, or no, maybe no, that, that was on Robin. Beat us, you beat us in that round, Robin. And yeah, then we, we got, that got you back at United Whiffle, one one nothing. Mm. That's sick. Yeah, I have been at the hand of multiple one-run 603 defeats, and I fucking hate it so much. I got a good walk-off off of you. Uh... You did. That was the game where I threw the greatest pitch of all time, and then y'all won that. Didio hit a grand slam off Leahy. I'm, I'm sorry, off Hickey. 
Yeah. Uh, and then we were we were up one with uh, yeah we were we were up one. No, I'm sorry, we were up two. Bases loaded. Leahy's up. I throw a good pitch. I get a soft ground out. Gerard Fitzgerald comes in from short, and he mm-hmm. picks it up, and he turns, and he looks at me, and then he turns, and he throws it home. And Gary's uh, sitting there with the biggest shit-eating smile on his face. And he's like, that wasn't fluid. <laughs> and so he gets up next. I get him on a one-two count, and then I threw a riser. Quite frankly, that pitch was right where I wanted it. It was like at your neck. You just got the bat head around and slammed it. Wow. Sorry. Game over. Yeah. Don't be sorry. I'm mad at Gerard. I'm still mad at him over that play. There's, no, there's, there's only one player on 603 that's ever hit a home run off me. I'm going to let you try and guess who it is, Ty. Guess it. One player on 603 who's hit a home run off you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I have a hit? Is he did it, it the first year. My first year at Nationals. First year. Oh, it's got to be with man. It was with man. With man. Yeah, nailed it. Home run off. You, hey, but, so that's that's great, but you wrong. You threw me a drop in that same game. See you later. Ooh, that happens. Oh, yeah. See you later. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're talking about, you're talking about Phoenix. You, know, you threw me a drop. Same thing. Line drive. See you later. Left oh, toast memory is yeah, good. It's all the wine. It's, a, lot of, yeah. a, lot of rookie, a lot of rookie mistakes. Fun fact. So, Gary. Dubs. <laughs> so, so Gary is the, I would say the original wiffle ball shit talker. I, I don't know. Let me put it this way. I don't know of anybody who talked shit in that era before Gary did. And if you want to treat, go on my personal Instagram and scroll all the way down to 2014. There's a video clip of me from center field filming a Gary Lavoie ver, uh, at bat versus Brian DiNapoli in extra innings to get uh, to the finals of a mass tournament. And he hits a home, a walk-off home run. And you just, I'm filming the ball and you just hear in the background, see you fucking later, ball! <laughs> camera comes down. I, I, I'm going, I just got on Instagram like a week ago. I'm going to go find it. Yeah, it's from, it's from about seven years ago. Right. See you fucking later, ball! Me and Winnie, we still say that all the time. Hilarious. Because it's I still, organic. I still remember... I still remember to this day when y'all were playing the Gunners in Arizona that first year. Oh, my and, goodness. Uh, they hit that home run, and you took your hat off and threw it. I can still see that like it happened yesterday. That was – that I, was. I want to be, be like that guy one day, just losing my mind on the field, like <laughs> running around, been Tossing hammered chairs. all day. Exactly. All right, so can we, we talk about that we went one and three, I think, in the round robin of that Phoenix thing. And for we went, we were on a three day bender too. Like we too much. Boomer, you and I in the pool. We were in the pool at three a.m. that Saturday morning wow. of Nationals, about to go play. And we went one and three in the round robin. It got beat up by just good teams, good matchups. And then we we ended up fifteen running, hit some with West that went wild, and we got some hits. So, but the fifteen runs somehow in lose. You know, triple Elam sack race to to identify the bottom seventeen uh, yeah. format. Like got us in by the skin of our teeth, yeah. and then we drew that Gunners game, and Martello was throwing cheese. Guys, getting too pumped up about Webb. Mart- Martello's throwing che- Martello's throwing cheese, and Don's hit that ball, and it was like a light went off in all of us. I think we went back to back to back. We ended up lighting him up. We ended up getting through. We had, by Sunday, we were in the winner's bracket of the double E-limb, and Savvy had to come back and beat us twice. We didn't even know what happened. Wow. That's sick. That is a sick story. 
Wow. <laughs> um, that was a right. sick tournament, though. We lost our – we were on the sideline. We had been done playing for the, the whole day, and we were just sitting there in the cooler, and I was, like, 19 at the time. So I was yeah. smashed drunk. And I, I was losing my mind with them because we've been intermingling all day. You know, they were the first team we played, and they were the first kind of guys I met on the whole scene. And they kind of had the same vibe as us, you know. They had the like, coach and Gary had the shit talk, and you had Pat Leahy and Robbie that would gay it up together. Mm. It was <laughs> you had Troop and you had Troop and Whiff Man just being super dry to each other. It was good stuff. It was such Bo- a good Boomer, one. Boomer, I shit my pants that that one that yeah, Saturday night. <laughs> True story. We, like when I say Bender, I mean Bender. Like yeah. Rob and I, <laughs> I think partaked with Whiffman for uh, it was like I don't know what time it was on Friday. It was like 10 a.m. in the morning, and we we part we partook with the Whiffman. If you know what I'm saying for mm-hmm. for a touch, and then it led to us just walking down the street, and we didn't get back until 3 a.m. Wow, that Saturday of the of the tournament. And I remember so like Saturday came around, and I had to, we had to stop drinking. We all did. We were we were dead. Um, and the moment like we stopped, got home after the tournament, got home late, Boomer, right? We had to play Las Vegas, right? You weren't on our roster. You were I playing was, with I was there. I was but you were there. You were, at the, you were in the condo with us. Uh, <laughs> we, got, we, got we got home late. Yeah. Middle of the night, middle of the night, I feel the, I feel the stomach, I feel the stomach go. I go run into the bathroom and I fucking, ex- I have explosive diarrhea. Like I, as soon as I bent, like I shot down and it, sh- and, it, and it ricocheted up because after like I got up, the shower, the, the the wall of the shower had it above my head. Like I had to wrap up <laughs> the stuff from that bathroom. I had to clean it all up and like wrap it all up in the in a bundle. And I'm walking by and Boomer, Boomer passed out on the couch and he like looks up at me with one eye and I'm, I'm like, Boomer, I shit my pants. And he's like, he's like that's, that's, that's great. I didn't know what to do with it. Like I, I didn't even know what to do with it. Wow. Wow, what a what a story and what a story to end on because that's that's all the time we've got. So I got to thank all my guests: Adam Briggio, Jeff Lopes, Paul Constantinople, aka Buma, <laughs> the Polar Bear Lavoy. Thank you so much, fellas, for coming on. I'm zonked, and those were some interesting stories. Adam missed the first Yeah, yeah. And we just spent the we spent the entire time cheating on you. Listen, connect I, with uh, the guys. Connect with the guys. Get that St. Patrick's Day thing going. We're coming down if you do. Mm. I'm in. Um, I thought Stein uh, Stein sent me a weird uh, mountain time link, and I thought it was a nine instead of eight. So it's his fault, not mine. And yeah, whatever. Sixteen year old. Sure, so. sure. Everything Stein's <laughs> fault. Sure. All right, get we that are... St. Patrick's Day tournament going. Inch, 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 and also come to Vegas, Tannic Field. You gotta come. Worth it. All right. Place to Vegas is very cheap right now. That's all the time we've got. I have no idea who we've got on next week, but I can guarantee you it's going to be sex. Whoops, take your shirt off. Running down the gutter with the piece of bread and butter. Diarrhea. Diarrhea. Running down the gutter with the piece of bread and butter. Diarrhea. Diarrhea. Diarrhea.